independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What a night, man. I was up late last night or this morning, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, big day here yesterday. A lot of people paying attention to what went on here in Arizona, the place where I reside myself as we speak. And the place where I reside myself, I live in a county called Pinal County. Now, I joke about it all the time. I call it the Valley of the Dirt People. Because there's a lot of dirt out there. Not a lot else. It's growing. It's one of the fastest growing counties in the country. And part of that is because it's in proximity to Phoenix, uh, as well as Tucson. The other thing is because land's kind of cheap out there. So you've got, you know, Tesla and a bunch of people are building things out there. Uh, but uh, Valley of the Dirt People is about right. Very Republican. Very Carrie Lake-esque. Now, if you don't know who Carrie Lake is, she's a former uh, Fox News anchor locally. She's got a pretty big name recognition, and she's taking on Karen Taylor Robeson. Now, Robeson is Reagan conservative. Carrie Lake is Trump-backed. And it was a big win for Trump across the board. It is not over when it comes to Carrie Lake. It's not. But I will tell you this last night, it was, she is definitely, uh, uh, how should we put this? She is a election denier from 2020. And she started chirping up about five, six days ago that this election primary was already being stolen from her. And everybody rolled their eyes. Well, the county I live in managed to jack the pooch in ways that were thought to be unimaginable. First, they printed partial ballots and mailed them out to people. Case in point, we got several of them at our house because uh, we have my mother-in-law, my wife and I, and they were partial ballots. Second thing, very important, kids. Yesterday, they ran out of ballots in almost a, over a quarter of the precincts. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, of the polling places that you could go, they ran out of Republican ballots. Of all the places, first of all, my town, second city and county, secondly, and this is most important, what are you doing? You can't, you, you can't have this. It was a joke, an epic joke. Polls closed at 7. We, because I stayed on late, 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 late last night. Obviously, it's a big deal, not just here, but countrywide. People are looking at a lot of what's going on. The big test of Trump. MAGA, right? Are you MAGA red or are you just regular old red? And Trump pushed through his peeps. But that being said, it was kind of a dead heat, still is. It's like 46 to 45.4 percent. It's like 11,000 ballot difference at this point in time, give or take. Polls closed at 7. They were still having people in line at 9 last night who had been standing there waiting for ballots. In some places, they ran out at noon. What a joke. What an absolute joke. You want to know why there's conspiracies? Do you want to know why there's there, there, there's problems out there and people feel like, oh, my God, this is all being stolen? And, and you want to because of things like this, you have one job. It's not like you got a ton of jobs, right? They're not asking you to solve climate crises and 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 operate on on, you know, Siamese twins and all. They're not asking you to do any of that stuff. Your job is to look and go. 
Are all these names correct? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's correct. Are they all, you know, R&D or independent or whatever it is going to be? Yeah, 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 that's, 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 that's all good. Are we sure? Let's double check. Let's get somebody else. Let's get somebody. No, nothing. So uh, that is, uh, and, and again, it was front and center MSNBC, uh, not Fox, uh, later on with Fox, but CNN and, and, and all the big, because of what is going on and the battle of MAGA and old school conservatives. And it was a joke last night to know that once again, we have a problem with an election in the state of Arizona. Even Florida only screwed it up once. <laughs> I'm just saying. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Oddly enough, though, the biggest, the biggest surprise last night did come from the election. And it came from a red state called Kansas. Not the band. Phenomenal band, by the way. But Kansas said, hey, you know what, guys? Abortion. You know, we're not like to let you guys play around with the Constitution when it comes to abortion. A major victory for abortion rights advocates here in Kansas. It was the first time that voters were weighing in on the issue of abortion since Roe versus Wade was being overturned. And on the ballot, whether or not this state should amend its Constitution to remove protections for abortion rights. Yeah. And so it was. And it was an overwhelming victory last night people uh sent a message because they were worried lawmakers are going to go and they're going to amend the constitution taking that out of there now it doesn't mean you just willy-nilly it's abortion any of those things but it, it it i think it did send a sign to a lot of people out there even in dead red states and here if you poll most republicans they'll tell you look uh the first trimester Right. Twelve weeks, 10 weeks after that. No, 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 no. And, and that's across the nation, Republican or Democrat. The 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 support for abortion falls rather quickly. After the first trimester, and by the time you get to the third trimester, it is. Virtually zero. And. That was to me a surprise. Because, again, it's a dead red state. This is not, you know, this we're not talking about, you know, I would expect these kind of numbers, even in a place like California, where you could get 60-40. You can get 40% of people in California go, well, you know. It's a, but, no, this, 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 this is Kansas. Toto, this is Kansas. It is a strong signal that this state, these voters do value abortion rights. The battle's still not over yet. There are 14 states where abortion has all but stopped. Others are considering bans as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's like one of those things where you put it to the people and see what they say. And Kansas was the first one to get it on there. And I think it surprised a lot of people. Uh what those numbers were. So it was an interesting night last night. But if you're Trump, you wake up this morning and you ask yourself this question. At least in this situation, because remember, these candidates all you, you didn't win. You didn't become governor last night or, or secretary of state, but you did get through the primaries. The question is, what happens from here? Because for some and I've been talking to my buddy, Jason, who is a, who's a talk show host uh, on PA and, and you know, he's he. Uh, 
like a lot of Republicans are concerned that some of these people getting through on 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 the stage that is big and independents get more involved because there's virtually no independents that voted in a lot of these places. Uh, what happens there? Because independents at the end of the day will swing it while there is no third party. They are the party that matters the most. You vote with your party if you're dyed in the wool, red or, or, or blue. But the independents will decide who will ascend to governor, secretary of state, president, whatever it is. And that's going to be the big question across the state. Yesterday was red on red violence, as I like to say, political violence. But now it's red versus blue. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. How about Nancy Pelosi, huh? She's our hero of the day. Nancy Pelosi. She looked G right in the eye and she said, you gave us a freaking bad flu. And then she went. But there were certain insecurities on the part of the president of China as to his own political situation that he's rattling a saber. I don't know. But I really, it doesn't really matter. What matters to us is that we salute the successes of Taiwan. We work together for the security of Taiwan. Yeah, Xi is under pressure. There's no doubt. If you go and look at what has been happening in China, they have coronavirus, COVID, you know, Xi's bat flu, whatever you want to call it. It has taken a bite out of their economy. They're slowing down. They're contracting. Countries around the globe are looking at them saying, you know what, guys, we need to bring our manufacturing back home and put it elsewhere. Uh, they're seeing the saber rattling. He has a shot, uh, a great shot that sometime, uh, you know, during the, the their, their big meeting, the communists get together and have a big picnic, that he is going to be uh, elected as president for life, an unprecedented third term, uh, essentially ascending to the power and size of Mao. Uh, and he's been cracking down. And as he started to crack down, things have gone south. And you've got a young group of people who make the most noise, who are more apt to be the people that are going to push back the hardest, who are, who've been used to uh, some forms of freedom, who are now seeing their job security questioned for the first time in their life. Uh, they're now seeing the job market slowly dry up. And there is going to be pressure there. And he's going to crack down more and more. And the fact that Pelosi went there and she, you know, I mean, she, she's got to go all full woman on this at some point. It just can't be about that. I think that, that um, they made a big fuss because I'm speaker, I guess. I don't know if that was a reason or an excuse because they didn't say anything when the men came. No, no. It's because you're speaker. Uh, and the other thing is I think he, she thought he could push Biden around and get her to not do this. His tensions are starting to ramp up. So they're doing live fire, you know, shelling and, and, you know, training and their war game. They threat. You're not shooting down Pelosi's plane. You're not going to start World War Three over the speaker being there. It's a vanity trip in some ways. Yes. And it was also I think she was put into a position of once you said no. Whether it was Biden or Xi, you had to go. You did. And cojones to her for going. Man, that's cojones, right? Yeah, you, yeah well done. Mm -hmm. 
323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. I also heard that bookends. You know, she's been, by the way, she has been, you know, for all the, the, the insanity and the ways that she has changed and, you know, her wokeness and wackiness and, you know, the wicked witch of, 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 you know, Northern California, for all of that, go look at her and her pushback that she has done for years and years, decades with China. And her first, I think her first official trip when she, when, you know, to, when she became a Congress member was to Tiananmen Square. So kind of a bookend on her career. Look at she. She looks right over she. She goes, you, you can't get me. You can't. I'll take my... 323-538-2423. Oh. <laughs> three, three, Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. EdenPureDeals.com. Go there. Get the greatest. The most amazing. Three-pack of OxyLeaf 2 Thunderstorm Air Purifier. Amazing. In Crow, you will smell the difference, my friends. And it is awesome. Doesn't mask the odors, right? I've had those before, right? You got to buy filters all the time. Never have to do that with this. And it, it, while it's on, eh, it smells a little better. Not with EdenPureDeals.com. Uh, you go there and check out and use code CHAT3. You're going to get three of these amazing air purifiers sent right to you. They destroy the odors. They don't mask them. They destroy them. And there is a difference. Masking is... While these things are odd, you can't smell anything bad. While they're off, the stink comes back. Not with OxyLeaf 2 Thunderstorm. Get yours. Get free shipping right now. Over a quarter of a million been sold, and you're going to save $200. EdenPureDeals.com. Use code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. EdenPureDeals.com. Code CHAD3. Save big. $200 off right now. We lost a legend. We'll talk about that, and it is Woke Wednesday. We'll get woke for sure. I promise you that. Chad Benson Show. If you're part of the politically exhausted majority, don't fear. Your time to be validated and rejuvenated is here. It's the Chad Benson Show. Lost a legend yesterday. And I, and, and I, I don't say that is one of those kind of, uh, uh, you know, oh, that's uh, we lost who, who, you know, like Bill Russell. Bill Russell was a legend and passed away. And, and, and in baseball. There is no legend, arguably, uh, when it comes to announcing. Not Harry Carey, not a lot of – as big as the great Vin Scully. And he uh, passed away yesterday. And this is what it sounded like in-game. They were playing the rival – the rivals, San Francisco Giants. And you got the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees. That's a rivalry. And the Dodgers and the Giants, they rise to that same rivalry. We have some bad news to pass along. And for those that have followed the Dodgers for so many years, and haven't we all, we lost a legend. We lost someone that brought us the joys of baseball. And with very sad news, the passing of Vince Scully. And for those of us that were touched by him, listened to him, and learned from him, this is a, uh, a deep loss. Yeah. And it, it was. He was just something so different. 67 years with the Dodgers. And he made baseball something that was an art form as an announcer. 
something where, you know, when you went to Dodger Stadium and you still see it across the country, you know, and you had you know, Ernie Harwell and all these great announcers, but you go there and everybody's got their little transistor, you know, transistor radios back in the day and they're sitting there, they're watching the game live, but who are they listening to? They're listening to their local person. And Vin was, was it? I think he was such an incredible storyteller and he was so lyrical and his voice was almost poetic that you didn't feel as if you were listening to a baseball broadcast. You were sitting down with a really close friend and he was telling you these incredible stories about what was going on in front of you. Yeah. And uh, just listening to his voice and the things that he said, we're going to be playing some of his greatest, you know, things, Koufax and Aaron and, but, the storytelling was it. You know, he'd be like, you know, two and two, you know, so-and-so's from Waukegan, likes to fish in the offseason, foul ball, just has a brand-new baby. He, It was just, and he would give you tidbits, and it was just, as a broadcaster, regardless of what you think of sports, to listen to him and the way that he did things and the conversation he had with everybody, even though nobody was talking back outside of the game, amazing. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What a marvelous moment for the country and the world. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the Deep South for breaking a record of an all-time baseball idol. And it is a great moment for all of us, and particularly for Henry Aaron. Vince Scully passed away yesterday, 94, 67 years with the Dodgers, and calling Hank Aaron's home run, 7-15, to beats Babe Ruth. Like he said, in the Deep South, just uh, reliving some of those magic moments. Uh, no magic moments last night in, in the voting world. Uh, interesting moments. We're still in the midst of a battle here in Arizona. Uh, it's a very interesting situation. So you have MAGA. MAGA's out there. It's not going anywhere. It's how do you navigate the world of MAGA? Meaning, how do you get Trump's base? Because it's still a base. Say what you want. Well, you know, he's losing his grip. Yeah, he may have lost some of his grip. Let's, let's be real. Let's, I mean, it, it, even if you're the biggest Trump supporter, you, you'd be lying if you didn't think that was true. But the reality is, I don't see Biden, Biden flags everywhere. I still see Trump flags. I don't see any former president uh, hosting events where five, ten thousand 10,000 people show up. I don't see a president now. Biden, that could put 5,000 people inside of anything. So to say that he's lost his grip, hmm, has it loosened? Maybe. Maybe. But as far as the first hurdle in some of the big places, and the vast majority of the country was looking at this as the state of Arizona as a bellwether state of how much grip does he have still? 
And last night, his people won. Outside of one, the biggest of them all, which is the governor. We don't know who won. And part of that is based on the, the embarrassment that is my county, Pinal County. And we, we are shameful. Uh, I had nothing to do with it. But uh, uh, to, to say that they, uh, the wheel came off their bus was, yeah, it, it, the struggle bus, the wheel came off it. Then the other three wheels got flat tires. Then the engine blew up. And then a plane landed on top of it. That's the best way to describe how they handled their election from sending out ballots that were half printed with people's names missing and races that weren't on there that should have been to uh, last night and yesterday running out of ballots and about 28 percent of the, the polling places for the Republicans. So that is yet to be decided. It is going to be interesting. And if we were, you know, we were talking last night, I was talking to Mike Broomhead, who's one of the, the local hosts here. And Broom, he's a, he's a dyed-in-the-wool conservative. Like, you will find nobody more conservative. And, you know, even the people on the right, you know, uh, they, you know, you know, the people that are hardcore Trump, they call him a rhino. He's a rhino. He's a rhino. He's not a rhino. He's anything but a rhino. But we were asking last night, like, if you're Trump, do you, do you want, do you even want that gig anymore being president? I don't know. You have a chance to be a kingmaker, right? And, and by the way, endorsements apparently, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, are not free. Not a shocker. And they come, you know, to get into a conversation of endorsement, it's about a hundy. But before all of this stuff took place last night, well, you know, there was already talks of fraud going on here. Uh, and again, you can't jack up the election the way that they have done not only the election process before with you know the first of all the controversy and then the ninjas come in and then it was a hot mess and it got worse and then you've got the the quote-unquote election deniers that are out there and they're running and they're pushing hey guess what we're 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 already seeing fraud and you're like come on my goodness it's a bunch of crap she started making vague accusations about voter fraud before even before the first vote was counted. But don't let her get you down. Remember, talk is cheap. That's Karen Taylor Robeson, who is uh, the one running against Carrie Lake. The odd thing is, Carrie Lake actually has a right to be angry, as does Karen Taylor Robeson, because of one county's absolute debacle which is my county because it's embarrassing there's a reason i call us the valley of the dirt people <laughs> i don't think that's very nice we had people calling us i had people tweeting at me last night i had people dming me last night saying it's nine o'clock i'm still standing in line because as long as you got there in line before seven they would allow you once they got ballots to fill them out and for it to be cast you have one job. I, I'm I'm always fascinated by people of like you got one gig and you can't you can't do it. Nope, can't do it. I'm I am I'm ill I I'm ill equipped to handle this. It's Wednesday, everybody. You know what Wednesday means? Yeah, that's right. We stretch our legs. We tell everybody, hey, you guys, you think you got what's going on? You think you got a handle on stuff? Are you really woke? 
It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. It's all right. I feel that way, too. It's all right. Let it out. Like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? How dare you? White women raise the white boys who grow up to be little, misogynistic, patriarchal tyrants. I am Pamela Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue it's time for Woke Wednesday. I'm still laughing at the whole like Kamala Harris. Thing. Well, yeah, because there was a there was somebody's last week's like because there was a blind person that was there, and that's why they were. Well, first of all, what are your pronouns have to do with anything? Secondly, you're describing your outfit. So let's just say, hey, I'm I'm Chad Benson. He him. I'm wearing a you know a a, a you know ten, well today I'm wearing uh, awesome shorts and a T-shirt that I got for free at the radio station. That's how I dress. And uh, I could be wearing a banana costume. You wouldn't know. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. I never even thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Think of that. It is woke, though. And being woke, we've got to make sure that you guys understand all the things that are going on. Somebody said to me the other day, yesterday, actually, uh, you know, the, the Republicans are, are eroding everybody's rights, left, right and center. And I'm like, OK, you know, I said, look, both parties have stepped on people's toes when it comes to rights and some of the things. And he's like, name a place that that has happened, that Repub- Democrats or, or, or progressives have done that. I said simply this. Colleges. That's where. Education systems, absolutely, 100%. That has happened. If you don't believe so, it's very interesting. This is a uh, Title IX change. Free speech on college campuses. What could potentially happen, right? Because, as we all know, if you're a conservative and you're heading to a college campus outside of a few Christian universities, the the welcome that you are going to get is going to be ugly. Currently, the rule is that you can be punished for harassment on your college campus if you engage in speech that is so severe, pervasive, and objectively offensive that it deprives another student of access to their education. That is a very high standard to meet, and that is because we are concerned about offensive speech being swept into this category right offensive speech is protected by the constitution yeah and and again it goes back to who who gets offended right just because you find it offensive if 99.9 percent of people don't find it offensive but you do we have to bow you know that's just basically the way it is and again this matters because this is coming to not just a town near your college campus this is coming to your workplace this is coming yesterday we played that that poor brit darren brady 51-year-old veteran of the British military who was being arrested because a meme that he post reposted or, or shared made people anxious and gave them anxiety. You don't think that's going to have some sort of effect across the board? You know it will, and it'll come here. And because the woke people are uncomfortable with certain ideas and jokes and, and, and humor. Under the current administration's proposed changes to Title IX, that rule goes out the window. Now you can be punished for speech that is severe or pervasive. That's it. An example of speech that would be severe, pervasive, and objectively offensive would be um, a man calling a woman a derogatory name, 
He says it over and over again, um, and it causes her to maybe fear for her physical safety. That would be harassment under the current rule. Under the proposed change to the rule, it would just be saying a comment about, um, it would be misgendering somebody. Yeah. Again, getting woke. Misgendering somebody could get you in trouble? Yes. And this is on college campus. They're talking about changing rules. This is attorney C.C. O'Leary talking about this. This is real. Because speech now, you know, you know, speech, both speech and silence is violence, which is not true because violence is violence. It would be saying um, the wrong pronoun that that person does not identify with. Under the new rule, that person could find that comment severe, period. And they could report you and um, the college could find you uh, guilty of harassment. Under this new proposed change to Title IX, um, we are worried that students are going to have their speech chilled even more than it already is. Students are going to be deterred from ever speaking up and saying anything because they risk, especially conservative students, will risk their views um, being targeted and being punished now on their campus. Yeah. And whether you're conservative or or liberal, let me tell you this. Challenge your views every day. If you believe something and you go to certain areas of the interwebs or wherever it is that you get your news and you think, I believe that, maybe every once in a great while it's okay to look and see. But I got to put it to the test, right? I got to put it to the test. Because, you know... Too often than not, nobody does that anymore. But the fact that you would say, hey, you know what? So-and-so over here said something I didn't like. I believe this to be harassment. We all know what harassment is. But when you can change the, the, the way that people view harassment, at least punish harassment, by saying, no, no, old harassment's gone. New harassment looks like I don't like what they say. So therefore, they shouldn't have a right to say it, and maybe they shouldn't even be here anymore. A concrete example of this could be um, you want to host a conservative speaker. Let's say you want to have Matt Walsh come onto campus and debate somebody. Under these new changes to Title IX, you might not be able to do that because Matt Walsh could be labeled a harassing figure, and this is harassing speech, and therefore the college uh, will not allow him to come onto campus. So there are definitely some serious concerns here with this Title IX um, change. And if you don't ever want to hear an opposing view to your view, it's because, in theory, you know that your view could probably have a ton of holes poked in it. You got woke, kids. You got woke. You did. And now, well... Education-wise, you may go broke. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Go there. You're going to get a free bag of Rough Greens. Dr. Dennis Black, naturopathic doctor, uh, Vietnam-era veteran. He's, he's guys, he was a helicopter pilot. He's a distinguished medal honor winner and a guy that loves animals. And his whole goal and his passion was animals. He became a naturopathic doctor and from there created Rough Greens. Canine Vitasmart, vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega 369, a supplement that goes on top of your dog's food. You don't change anything, you just sprinkle it on there. Think of him giving a little seasoned salt. They love the taste, but what it's done for my dogs and many other people I talk to out there is it's absolutely changed them. More energetic. 
less joint pain, less aches and pains, better digestive tract. How about you try it? Get a free bag, a two-week jump start, absolutely free. It's not going to cost you anything outside of shipping. RUFFgreens.com slash chat. Go there now. Get your free bag of Rough Greens. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. Let the Washington Beltway strangle you. This is where the exhausted majority comes to refuel, realign, and reevaluate. This is Chad Benson. So when he wrote his name in capital letters in the record books, that K stands out even more than the O-U-F-A-X. Ah, more Vince Scully right there called uh, 20 no-hitters. Three perfect games. World Series, you name it. Just uh, passed away in 94. The greatest storyteller and the greatest, arguably one of the greatest broadcasters of all time. I don't even think that's, that's disputed, but the best sports announcer uh, this country's ever had. There, there, There's a Mount Rushmore of sports announcers, and, and Los Angeles has been lucky. that Chick Hearn, great basketball announcer. But Vin Scully's even above that. Absolutely. I was trying to explain to Jack last night a, a little bit of it because he's just really got into baseball, and he's a Padre fan, and, and he was celebrating his, you know, the Padres trading everything they had to get Juan Soto, uh, the superstar. And Jack knows that the Dodgers and the Giants don't really like each other. And Vin Scully, they did a tribute to him at the end of the game at Oracle Park is where the Giants play. And to watch all of the Giants fans, like, bow down and, like, you know, we're not worthy. It was, you know, he's like, he was, I said, he was, that's, that's what you're dealing with there. That's what you're dealing with. Speaking of dealing with... <sighs> I'm going to tell you guys this right now. I don't know who thought this was a good idea, but it isn't. This is not okay in the least bit. And I know there's going to be somebody that says, oh, you're looking for controversy where it doesn't exist. No, this is an 1830s slave cabin that is up on Airbnb as a bed and breakfast. They say it in the listing. This particular structure, the Panther Burn Cabin, is an 1830s slave cabin. How is this okay in somebody's mind to rent this out, a place where human beings were kept as slaves? Rent this out as a bed and breakfast. Yeah, yeah, that was not, uh, uh, not 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 a, not a good thing. Not it's not in this day and age like nobody said, you know, I don't know if I'd do this. Like nobody even just said, ah, I double check that. So how are the reviews? It's in uh, Greenville, Mississippi. That's that's the host, Brad, the super host. But what really kills me is reviews. Memorable. Highly recommend watching the sunset. We stayed in the sharecropper cabin and ate in the main house. Enjoyed everything about our stay. The cottage, the history, the tour, the breakfast and all was great. We stayed in the cabin and it was historic but elegant. A slave cabin is elegant. Southern hospitality and stay a night or two. Cool spot. Way better than a hotel. Well, I mean, well, what they, they weren't going to leave it as it was originally. It's just like, but still, again, understand the world of which you live in, <laughs> and and then going out there and say, "Hey, man, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but uh, slave cabin was 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 a hit." You just again turn it into a bed and breakfast. Now, do people overreact? Of course, that's part of who we are, but you should have some common sense. Maybe you're thinking, okay, maybe this will give people insight on how enslaved people had to live, their living conditions. No, not at all. Clawfoot tub, running water, no. Nice lighting fixtures, 
water, towels. The history of slavery in this country is constantly denied, and now it's being mocked by being turned into a luxurious vacation spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is uh, definitely not how they lived back in the day. There's no doubt about that, but still, come on, guys. Just use your head. It shouldn't be that hard. I love the reviews. Anthony was right. They're amazing. People are just so also weird. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What's up, party people? Been up for a long time. Big elections here uh, yesterday in Arizona. Well, elections, it's primaries. You know, you got you, you got to win the first round to get into the second round. And uh, it was a long, long, long night. Carrie Lake uh, is the person who's in the lead and the reason this race in particular garnered national attention is because it became trump versus pence it became old school gop versus new school maga and is there a place for both of them i absolutely think there is i think there's a place for a person who's a fighter i think there's a place for somebody who is uh not afraid to push back uh, and, and I think there's definitely a place for the old school, understanding politics, that you, you, you can't get everything you've got, and, and that Reagan-like conservatism with Trump. But uh, last night was a, you know, some people call it a revenge tour. You had Trump and his band of, of folk, which included Kerry Lake, former news anchor here for Fox in Maricopa County in Phoenix, uh, who was an election denier, but up until 2019 was pretty hard on the left. And by that, I mean pretty hard left, not mean, or eh, but very much, uh, uh, you know, not a Trump fan. Somewhere along the line, she did a 180. And of course, 2020 was stolen. And then and you had uh, Taylor, uh, Karen Taylor Robeson, who was running against her, who is very much a old-school conservative. But you have many other people running. In fact, one of the people who won, Farnsworth, who won, he beat Rusty Bowers last night. Rusty Bowers is the incumbent. He's the head of the Senate here in, in the state. He gained attention uh, as somebody who wouldn't go, you know, for Trump as far as, you know, hey, uh, don't certify this, don't do any of these things. He's like, no, you guys have to show me proof. Super old-school conservative. They censured him because he was part of the January 6th hearings. They subpoenaed him. He went out there. He got beat by a guy last night who believed that the devil stole the election. That's where we are in this. No way. Yeah, way. That's where we are. So I was here all night, but uh, it is not over. Uh, there is going to be a lot more heard because Karen, uh, uh, Carrie Lake has already accused people pre-vote 
that <laughs> the uh, election was being stolen from her. And uh, sure enough, last night, yeah, last night, the county of which I reside, Pinal County, screwed up. So I, I don't even know what to say at this point. They screwed up so bad. It started six weeks ago, I think, four weeks ago when you could request your mail-in ballot, and they printed them wrong. Then they asked everybody, well, throw those away. We're going to get you new ones. And they said, no, just use those, and we'll send you the other parts that aren't on there. And then they didn't say anything. So people were like, I don't know what's happening. Then it went from there to yesterday where they ran out of ballots at 20 of the polling places out of the 90. So just over a quarter of the polling places. And some of them by noon, they ran out of ballots. Think about that. Just crazy. So uh, she's got a right to be pissed and angry about this. But is it stolen? Still think she's going to win. Here's something else. And, and the pollsters, we, let, can we just all admit nobody's paid any attention to pollsters in, in a very long time when it comes to elections? Now, you can ask people how you feel about the economics of the day and stuff like that. that that's a much different thing. But when it comes to races, we know the judgments that are out there. And many people, I think, during you know, 2016, we were proven that people lied. They felt like they were going to be judged, and you were talking to somebody who was, uh, you know, on the other end that wasn't a robot. You, you, you might not tell them, I don't know who I'm going to choose yet, or you, you wouldn't maybe give them the honest truth uh, about who you were leaning towards. But the polls here were so crazy. And I, and I say to myself, how do you have a job? The biggest pollster here had Carrie Lake winning by 18%. It's a dead heat. This isn't within the margin of error. It's a dead heat. Other pollsters got it kind of right. You know, so-and-so's up by one. It's a dead heat. It's a pick em. Uh, She's up by three. She's up. a dead heat. You had him up by 18. I think it's time to go back and look at your formula. I'm just saying. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. All that being said, while you get through this, as a Democrat, many Democrats across the country that are that are going through their primaries have won. You're looking over and you got a smile on your face for some of you thinking, okay, I'm taking on an election denier. This should be easy. Ah, 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 not so fast because you have that other thing out there called Biden. And Biden, inflation, economy, we're still a nation that is checkbook voting and will always, I think, be that way. And you can define it how you want. I found this interesting. Joe Rogan talking about recession. It's not trivial because we've always used that term recession and we've always used that term to define whether or not the economic policies that are currently in place and whether or not the management and the government has done a good job 
of making sure that the economy stays in a good place. They definitely haven't done that. So in order to escape that sort of distinction, they're literally changing the definition, which is terrible. And it should be pushed back against in a big way. It should be something that people get angry about. Like, hey, you're f***ing with definitions in order to pretend that you're doing a good job. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do that with gender and they change words all the time. And, you know, I mean, wh why wouldn't they do something like this? Right? Again, changing the language. Very Orwellian. It's almost like a buzzword now. Uh, recession. recession. Are we? In well, a I mean, look, we don't know. Typically, if GDP falls for a second quarter in a row, that could signal a looming recession. We're not going to be in a recession. That's not the technical definition. And so for the White House to be, you know, they've been in denial about inflation and now they're in denial about the recession. What did you think you got wrong? Partly it's that there's stuff that nobody saw coming. I'm not going to define it from here. I'm but in no respect has President Biden hurt the American people more than in their pocketbooks. Today, the FOMC raised its policy interest rate by three quarters of a percentage point. Two negative quarters of GDP growth is not the technical definition of recession. Clean energy transition. It is long overdue, and it can't progress fast enough. The administration seems to be wanting to spike the football because gas prices have dropped under $5 a gallon. At the end of the day, you and I know it's about how you feel. Do you have money in your wallet? Are you buttoning up your pocketbook? Folks are not feeling good. But I don't think we're going to, uh, God willing, I don't think we're going to see a recession. God willing. Will we, won't we? So for all the lunacy that's out there, for all the fighting and the arguing that's going on, it's going to be brass tacks soon for everybody. They're going to have to face off. And uh, many of these people uh, who are, you know, uh, on the blue side of the aisle understand that the White House at this moment in time is not a helper. People, you know, on the, on the right have been dealing with the, the Trump factor for a while. Right. They have. They're, 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 you know, they're, they're trying to figure out how do I maneuver? How do I go about and maneuver the, the Trump factor? In some states, you can embrace it. Other states, especially where there's lots of independents that will sway this, how do you not alienate but not embrace? But if you're the Democrats, they're already doing it with Biden. They're just, you know, he's too old, stepping away. I don't think he's going to run again. I won't endorse anybody now. Think about that for a second, just for a moment. Think about where the Democrats are. When they ask people, outside of people that are in the administration, many senators, many Congress people, especially high-profile ones, will you, you know, endorse Biden? They're like, eh, let's just see who's there. He is... Not even through his second year as president. In theory, he could have another six years total, two with this one and maybe a reelection. And they're already saying, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I will see what happens. Uh, maybe, I, I, don't, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Was there any talk of that for, I don't know, Obama, Bush, Trump? Clinton? No. No. No, 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 no. So to say that he is not going to be an issue and that the economy is not going to play a part would be a lie. And while fighting over who's the most progressive to get through your primaries, 
uh, now you're going to have to fight over. You can look over and say election denier all you want to a lot of these people, and you'd be right uh, at the same time. Uh, they're going to look over at you and say economy. And much like Trump did in 2016, when you play your cards in a specific way, where you talk about the stuff that you do, you're loud when you need to be loud, but remember, get back into the lane of jobs and economy. Oh, yeah, yeah, he said jobs. He said economy. He said jobs. He said economy. He said inflation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Hello, Fresh. Oh, hello, Fresh. How are you today? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. What is HelloFresh? It's delicious. It's amazing. It is restaurant-worthy. Taste the summer right now going on at HelloFresh, and all the summer flavors are right there. Brought to my door. Limited edition taste of summer recipes and market selections. Now, besides all the amazing meals, and you get to choose from 55 meals, that's what's amazing. Every week, more than any other meal kit out there, you get tons of complimentary size, great desserts. Now, we've been eating up ours, uh, and and I had to give out some a couple weeks ago because we got it, and then we had the power outage, and so... I, I, I brought it to work because we didn't have a place to put it. And I'm like, I'm not going to ruin this stuff. So we gave it to, you know, my stuff out to some of the younger interns and people that work here. The looks on their faces, they're like, dude, that's the best meal I've had in forever. I'm like, right? And he goes, it was so easy. We have a guy here, we call him Canadian. And he loved it. He's, lo- he's like, do you have any more of those meals? I'm like, yes, but not for you. You will love these things. Desserts, complimentary sides, and right now for you, 16 free meals across seven boxes plus three free gifts. You go to HelloFresh.com slash Benson to grab those. You will love the taste. You can arrange the meals how you want them. You get to choose, hey, I want this, I want that. And the thing besides all of that, the look, the feel, the taste, the portions, is it's so easy to prepare. And less than seven days from farm to table. Mm. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. 16 free meals, three free gifts across seven boxes. Are you ready for it? Of course you are. HelloFresh.com slash Benson16. Chad Benson Show. No fake outrage here. Just the real thing. The Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Liftoff. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let us find out what is trending. Start with Twitter. It's the trending hot things right now. Pokemon Presents. How and when to watch the big Pokemon Presents Nintendo Direct. Kansas. Yes, yesterday, Kansas surprised everybody. Dead Red State uh, said, hey, you know what? The whole abortion thing and making a uh, constitutional uh, uh, you know, amendment to it and taking it out of the, the Constitution here in the state of Kansas, you're not going to do that. Overwhelmingly. So people of choice, uh, I think, surprised. Vin Scully trending, uh, the legendary uh, Hall of Fame baseball announcer, uh, genuinely one of the nicest human beings, arguably, that uh, has ever lived in, in, in the spotlight, passed away at age 94, trending. Uh, tons of other stuff, National Watermelon Day, Cary Lake, Arizona votes, all trending right now. Head on over to the magic that is Google. 
Ben Scully, number one trending thing yesterday, Kansas abortion, abortion amendment. Top of that, Arizona primaries and, and, and many of the primaries across the board. So Schmidt beat Guyton's out in Missouri handily. And man, I have never in my life, you know, talking about the election, uh, you know, the primaries, I have never in my life seen more people who had name stature in places who ran the worst campaigns ever. Out here, we had Mark Burnovich, who was the AG, running to get the uh, Senate uh, nomination to take on Mark Kelly. He had the biggest name recognition. He had won a statewide office already. And he uh, he didn't even try. He imploded. And it was was a hot mess. And guidance went all over the place out there in Missouri. It It was crazy. Batgirl is trending. We're going to talk about that. Let's just say this. Irredeemable is what I've heard. (laughs) As far as the Batgirl movie, Demi Lovato is trending because she went back to using pronouns she and her because uh, she is a she and her. This is why. She goes, I'm feeling more feminine. I'm like, okay. (sighs) Oh, okay. Okay. That's a big thing, pronouns nowadays. Woke Wednesday, we'll talk probably a little bit about pronouns, a lot of stuff to squeeze into more about last night's uh, voting wackiness. What took place in, in, in Kansas, which I think was a surprise to a lot of people. Pelosi looks G in the face and says, eh, eh, eh. Said that right to his face. Eh, eh, eh. No. No. Monkey pox. How about those pox, right? How about those monkey pox? There's a state of emergency. People are like, oh, we're not going into something like that. No, first of all, we need to be honest about the monkeypox, which some people don't want to. Secondly, when you go for the state of emergency, uh, it opens up a lifeline, if you will, to groups to grab lots of dollars inside of buckets of money. So uh, trust me, if the governments locally could declare states emergency all over the place to to access the tranche of cash for a lot of things, they would. But California, what are you guys doing? Talk about it. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Yeah, the little kid. Not quite nine, eight and three quarters, leaving grammar school on his way home. And I went by a Chinese laundry, and the line score of a baseball game was pasted on the window. And it showed game two of the World Series with the Yankees beating the Giants 18 to four. As that little redheaded kid looked and saw, oh, wow, the poor Giants. And so I became not only a Giants fan, but a big fan of baseball. And so I just fell in love with baseball. 
Vince Scully uh, passed away yesterday, age 94. Just listening to the voice, you know, Dodger baseball, all of that stuff is just memories for me, but a lot of people, and explaining it to my son last night, just watching him as he was listening to some of the calls and they were, you know, all the announcers were talking about the, you know, not the game, but who he was and seeing Giants fans pay their respect to uh, the greatest of all time, uh, you know, and sharing that with my son because my dad, you know, played pro ball and my dad, my son who plays hockey, uh, loves baseball now. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that uh, uh, he started playing video games. Uh, you know, that's how he got really into hockey. He loves sports. But the the video game aspect of it really changed, and he likes the fact too that he can go out back. He's got like the pitching thing that throws it back to him and stuff. And uh, you know, where hockey, it's kind of hard. He lives in San Diego, man. It's, yeah, he's got a rink not too far away, but there's no pond out back. You can go skating in. You know, there's a there's a certain reason people are good at certain sports, and not all of it has to do with athletic ability. Some of it has to do with the fact that it's opportunity, and the opportunity to skate on a pond. Uh, not big in San Diego. <laughs> you know what is in San Diego, Chad? Huh? Laughing? Mr. Funny? Ha ha? You know what's there? Huh? Huh? It's the monkey pox. California has declared a state of emergency over the monkeypox outbreak. Here's our emergency alarm. Everybody panic. Everyone panic. I've read in many places that one of the best ways to avoid getting monkeypox is, this is important, not going to orgies. I know that can be tough, but staying indoors or at least not going to group intimate activities will save lives. Now, in all seriousness, a lot of people that are talking about and reporting on monkeypox are just tiptoeing around how it's actually spread, which doesn't help anyone. Bottom line here, Try to keep it in your pants, and you too can avoid monkeypox. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, the the, the reality is this: uh, the vast majority, and by that I mean ninety seven, ninety eight percent gay and bisexual men. And uh, that's that's the the reality of it. It's not killing anybody. It's not. It's not airborne. Uh, it, it, it's, but it's just the, the emergency, you're going to have to clear a state of emergency. I can go here to this tranche of cash. Let's access this tranche. Of, wow. Look at this big tranche of cash. Oh my Lord. The entire goal here was to identify individuals who have monkeypox. If we were able to find everyone who had monkeypox, then we are able to identify all their contacts. Um, monkeypox is very different from COVID. It spread through direct prolonged contact. So we had an opportunity when there were relatively few cases to find everyone that we don't even know about. So I do fear that the window for containment is closing. Certainly, we had a much better opportunity months ago than we do now. But yeah, but again, it's it's it's. You gotta try, or or not try. You know, You gotta try, or just not care. Right? That that's it. That's it. Doctor Lena Wen, there, man. You know what we're missing? And we got Fauci, right? But he's already busy. And I do think it's time for the U.S. to declare a state of emergency as well, because that will allow for a much better coordinated response. It allowed the Biden administration to appoint a monkeypox czar to oversee these efforts. Wait, you're telling me we can have more bureaucracy? <laughs> well, sign us up, right? Good God. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. It is that time of the week. We get a little woke. Uh, and, and, and this is where I'm going to start with the woke. Okay? 
you know what matters in entertainment at the end of the day? Being entertaining. But message, no, no, message message matters if the message is done right and it's actually not forced upon, if that makes sense. Because too much we have seen over the last umpteen years has been forced upon. Hey, you know what would go great in this? Uh, a trans person. Because I think that, you know, or Superman's gay or, uh, okay, is why is he gay to save the world? I mean, what is is like, is that his thing? Was he always gay in the books? Or he, like, again, I mean, is, is, is it part of the story? Does it enhance the story? If it enhances the story and it's real, okay, fine. Is it entertaining? And, and, and people have lost that. People have. Case in point, Batgirl. Batgirl. Remember Batgirl? Yeah, Batgirl. Hmm. Batgirl was going to be the latest entry in the Batman DC superhero universe, with Leslie Grace, one of the breakout stars of In the Heights, taking on the title role. It also starred Michael Keaton returning as Batman and Brendan Fraser as the villain Firefly. Word is that the movie is 80-90% to 90% finished, but it won't see the light of day. Warner Brothers making the surprise announcement Tuesday that Batgirl and an upcoming Scooby-Doo movie are being shelved. They were meant to debut on HBO Max, Warner Brothers saying theaters and not streaming are now the priority. Batgirl reportedly cost around $90 million, many saying... Why not just put it on HBO Max? Because it's crap. From what people have said that have seen it, the reviews aren't horrible. Like Biden's reviews right now are horrible. Batgirl would take Biden's reviews. Irredeemable. A disaster. Why? Because you tried to probably go much woker than people realize, that the people that have come out and have seen it. Because they've played it before some audiences, right? So they go and test these things. And what their the feedback is, boy... This is a turd because at the end of the day, you've lost sight of who it is that your customer base is. And you've also lost sight that the number one job outside of all of these things is to entertain people. Is to entertain people. That's the number one gig as a person who is, uh, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's me, right? It doesn't matter if it's if it's Warner Brothers or DC, if it's Marvel or Disney, Universal. It, it, it is to tell the story, but that story better be captivating, captivating or damn entertaining. Because if it's preachy, and nobody cares, you know. And we're seeing more of that, more and more of that. You know, Daily Caller, uh, that's the one Ben Shapiro has, right, Phil? Is that Daily Caller? Daily Wire. I don't, I don't, Daily Wire. Okay. So, you know, they're they're making movies. Oh, they're super conservative movies? No, they're just movies that are entertaining. They got nothing to do with anything else. They got real actors in there. Gina Carrero's in a new one. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's up my alley. It's a horror movie and a Western. Sign me up. Right? And the movies are what? Oh, they're conservative-based? No, they're movies. Like, here's an entertaining movie. Watch it. What's the message? That it's scary because there's a monster. Yeah, but what is the monster? Does it represent anything? No, it's a monster. It's, there's no representation here. But the deep, deep, no, no, it's it's entertainment. Eric July, we put him on, I think we were probably the first, producer Phil and Anthony, that, that put him on six, seven years ago. And he's come out with a comic book called uh, Ripperverse. Well, 
Oh my God, it's a comic book, right? It's a conservative guy. It's got to be something that is, uh, uh, you know, what is it? From Superman to Thor, comic book characters are getting a woke makeover. You have a new comic book publisher promising to ignore cancel culture, and it is paying off. Ripper vs. Debut, comic book number one, Isom, nearly made $3 million already, showing no signs of stopping. Gabe, you said that I, it was because I was upset that they wanted to make Superman woke and get rid of the slogan, Truth, Justice, and the American Way. I worked my way up. It was so hard. I made it to DC Comics, made it to Superman. My little boy dream came true. They made him woke. They got rid of his American citizenship. They said that truth, justice, and the American way doesn't matter. Yeah. So all these guys get together and they said, hey, we're going to put together a comic book. And this is the comic book that it's going to be. It's going to be about entertainment. It's not going to be woke. It's going to be entertainment. I know that's weird. And I said me earlier, and I remember the uh, when I first signed on with Radio America to go national, I, I went to a book signing in Los Angeles, and this is when uh, Colin Callard was still with ESPN, and he was out there at the Staples Center. And I said, hey, I just signed on to go national. Da, 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 da. And I said, you get, you know, what advice can you give me? And he, and he looked at me and he said, it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong at the end of the day. Because uh, a lot of what you're doing is giving opinions, and people are going to have their opinions. At the end of the day, what really matters in the position that we're in is: Are you interesting? Are you entertaining? They'll come back if you're wrong and you're entertaining. If you're right and boring, nobody cares. Oh. And we created Truth, Justice, American Way as our love letter to like your classic Avengers, Superman, Batman kind of stories. We don't want to be anti-woke and attack people. We want to be non-woke. Reddit, they said it's a comic book for hate groups. What's your reaction to that? Uh, as to be expected, there's a lot of things that are wrong with this industry, and a lot of people have a lot riding on protecting the old guard. So it was to be expected that hit pieces were going to be wrote. That hasn't been able to stop us at all. Yeah. Yeah. Nor should it. It should be about entertainment. Again, not attacking people. But about coming at something like this is entertainment. What's the message? It's to entertain, right? That bad guys are bad and that good guys are going to stop them. And that these people are trying to destroy something. Yes, but why are they trying to do it? Is it to protect the, you know, the, are they, are they ableist? Are they LGBT? I mean, no, it's, this is what it is. There's no, there's no message like that. The underlying message is, I'm not here to attack anybody outside of the bad guy that's trying to kill people. This is it. Well, I just, I, I don't. And again, it also goes back to know your audience. Know your audience. And your audience will tell you. The audience for Batgirl that they're dumping after spending $90 million and got 90% of it that brought back Michael Keaton as Batman, they're saying we're not doing this because our audience thinks it's crap. To me, this is what they were always actually scared of, was us entering into this arena and doing our own thing as opposed to having to answer to them right. and trying to go about their way of doing things. And it's funny, Comic-Con starts a day here in San Diego where I live, and for the first time ever, DC Comics, they don't have a booth there. Yet here, Eric and I sit with a best-selling book. Go pick up Isom right now, ripaverse.com. Yeah, it's good. My uncle lives for comics, and he has rare, rare comics. And he's a nerd, right? He and uh, he got it. And he's like, dude, it's great. It's a great comic. It's, a, it's an awesome comic. And I said, okay.
There, there's it. Is it entertaining? Yeah. You'll remember that. Again, being right is wonderful. Everybody wants to be right. And in many things that we do, a lot of it's opinion-based and there's nuances. But if you are boring and dull, nobody cares. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get your free bag of Rough Greens for my buddy, Dr. Dennis Black. Absolutely fantastic. Naturopathic doctors put together the most amazing, incredible thing. It is a supplement that goes on top of your dog's food. And let me tell you something. It is amazing. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. What it has done for many of you listeners out there, who I get at least three or four you know, emails and, and things a week about how amazing the, 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 the supplement is for their dogs and how it's working. And, and they said, you're right. And I talk about it all the time with my dog, Doodle. It's taken away his pain. It's taken away his inflammation. It has helped him with his digestive tract, and he's lived much longer. He's definitely outlived his shelf life. Give your dog this. Give them a jump start. It's a two-week jump start. It's absolutely free. All you do is go to roughgreens.com slash chat. You cover the cost of shipping. They're going to send you the bag for free ruffgreens.com slash chad get your free bag now chad benson show you go boy this isn't about right or left this is just about right and wrong right you are chad the chad benson show i love watches but i'll take a hard pass on this one the final price was below the 2 to $4 million expected by Alexander Historical Auctions in Chesapeake City, Maryland. It described Hitler's wristwatch as a World War II relic of historic proportions. It has the initials A.H. and a swastika. News reports said Jewish leaders and others objected to the sale. The auction house defended it, saying the buyer is a European Jew, that a French soldier who was in the first unit to close in on Hitler in May 1945 at his Berchtesgaden retreat seized it as spoils of war. Hmm. Now, if you're going to sell it and the proceeds are going to go towards, you know, to fight anti-Semitism and, and things of that nature, and... Okay. I just... And it's weird, too, because uh, I've got World War II memorabilia, but it it's... Not memorabilia. Like, sports is memorabilia. They're, they're artifacts of history, and they're not all great. Let's be real. You know, when you have artifacts of history, it's not, uh, you know, not all of it is. And there are people out there that, that search for Hitler's paintings. I watched, uh, oh God, what was the name of that, uh, that show? I loved it. Uh, was it the Black Book or whatever? And one of the, the things James Spader was doing at the time was, he was going around and they, he was finding guys. There's this guy that was buying Hitler's paintings. And finally, when they closed in on him, he was taking them and he was burning them to nothing. And then they were putting ashes in these little vials. I don't think whoever's buying you're spending it, you know, a million and a half bucks or whatever on a watch. I don't think you're going to do that with this. I don't. Albuquerque, how about that place, huh? 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 We're looking at you guys. Huh? Huh? Spectacular. You know, perhaps Bugs Bunny didn't take that left in Albuquerque because he was looking at the wrong road sign, like this one. Close, but not quite. You see what's missing there? Oops, how do you have a misspelled road sign? 
Drivers caught the error on Route 66 as it runs along I-40 west of Edgewood. There's an R in Albuquerque, no matter what this sign says. Well, maybe in your world, uh, you don't have to have that, right? In your world, you could say, look, in the world I live in, this is my truth, and there is no R. Spelling Albuquerque can be tricky. We were wondering how good out-of-staters would be at it. A-L-B-U-Q-U-E-R-Q-E. Oh, you were so close at the end. A-L-B-E-R-Q-U-E. Many people got it right on the money. A-L-B-U-Q-U-E-R-Q-U-E. Nailed it. Ooh, missing an R. That's sad. That's real sad. Yeah. Missing an R. Albuquerque. <laughs> Again, just like here. Like, you know, uh, with elections last night, the county that I live in, I joke, I call it the Valley of Dirt People. They they misprinted the original mail-out ballots, you know, when you request one and send out to everybody. They misprinted them, didn't put a bunch of the races that were on there that were supposed to be. And then yesterday they ran out of ballots. You got one job. And usually there should be a backup to the backup to the backup. Hey, look at this. Make sure I did it right. Will you look at this and make sure I did it right? I do this every day. I do with tons of voiceovers every day. And even I screw up every once in a while. The reality is, is sometimes you miss a letter here and there. But I go through stuff with a fine-tooth comb. But I'm the only one. And guess what? Somebody else checks me before we put it out there into the world. Good goodness. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. In the battle of Republicans, in the battle of Trump, MAGA versus conservative old school, MAGA showed well last night, in particular here in Arizona. Uh, he made an impact. He did. And and let, let's be real, a lot of people that were looking around here, and here I am in Arizona, why are you talking about this here in Arizona? Well, here, here's the thing. This is, for many people, have been has been the, the, the battleground as far as MAGA versus conservative old school. Like, you know, run-of-the-mill GOP, if you will, whatever you want to call people. Uh, you had Pence, Doug Ducey, the governor, as well as uh, Chris Christie on one side of the aisle. And he had Trump on the other election deniers, uh, you know, and, and and let's let's first of all, when everybody says, oh, Chad, you hate Trump. No, no. Let me let me tell you something. First of all, I don't hate anybody. You know, I mean, I don't have to, uh, you know, when it comes to politicians. I mean, what's who cares? I mean, come on. Stop falling in love with people. There's a difference between questioning things and denying things. Can we just point that out? If I tell you with. Just thoughts and opinions that I think something is is amiss and I deem it to be so 
and I ask you, show me the proof. And you say, I have none, just my thoughts and opinion. Well, that's not proof. That's not. You actually have that. And there's a difference between questioning what took place in the last election or any of the elections and actually coming up with proof. But many of these people, as they say, were election deniers. They they denied that anything happened. It was stolen. They're continuing to live in the past. But Trump resonated with a lot of people here, at least on the Republican side. And let's be real, too. It's a primary. Eh, Most people show up for primaries. They're they're in it, right? They're, 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 They're in it. They're in for their party. This is what they're all about. In many cases, this is they they live for politics. The general brings everybody out. I've always said this, and I'll I'll continue to say, if you want to compare it, this is an easy comparison. You don't watch swimming or ice skating competitions until the Olympics. Now, there's a few people that do, man. I I was watching the U.S. Nationals, uh, you know, ice skating competition or, or swim meet take place. You don't. But a few do. But you pay attention when the Olympics are on. Like, hey, you guys going to watch that thing? You going to watch the gym? When's the last time you saw a gymnastics thing? Exactly. That's the Olympics is the general. This, it's for the hardcore fan. So Karen Taylor Robeson, it was the person that, uh, uh, I won't say she was the upstart, because both of them are upstarts, if you will, but she was the self-funded uh, uber successful, very conservative, and and you know, kind of Reagan esque. She worked for Reagan at one time, and Carrie Lake was the Trump candidate. And Carrie Lake got out there, and she did what she has done. But she started calling foul before even the first vote was cast, and that is, mm, you know. That, that to me, you shake your head and you think to yourself, is this where we are? I, I don't, uh, I, I, I would like to think that we're not in a position where everything is stolen even before it starts. When you start telling me that, uh, you know, shenanigans are going on and all of these things are happening and you don't offer any proof and when you're pushed on it, you just say, well, we're investigating and stuff. You, you, you don't do that. I'm sorry. But that's where we are. But last night was a win for MAGA. No matter how you want to spin it, it was a win. And for those people out there who think, hey, uh, these MAGA people that they've pushed through, these 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 Trump people that, that we think we're going to defeat easy in the general, be careful what you wish for. Because we are in a nation that is still a checkbook, voting, pocketbook kind of people. And you have a situation here where if you look around, uh, it's been Republican and Republican and Democrat on Democrat. Well, now the gloves come off in a much different way. And the people that were going up against each other in many cases will now rally around whoever won in hopes that they get a cabinet position or whatever it is to continue to elevate their stock. But they're going to get behind the party. So the people out there is like, I could never vote for somebody like that. Well, that's in the primary because you had a choice politically with somebody that jived with your belief. 
Now you're going up, and politically, the other person doesn't jive with your belief. And you may not like that person that won that primary, but the person on the other side is a different ideology as far as you're concerned. That can't happen either. So either you do two things. You hold your nose and vote, or you stay home. So to think that, oh, man, once they're all through, uh, these, these crazy ma- uh, will easily win. Eh. You're going to find out in many places you're going to be putting people in, and we saw it in several different parts of the country, where Democrats were doing all they could to get through the most extreme MAGA-supporting uh, uh, candidates thinking they were going to have an easy walk to their governorship or to the Senate, and I think they're going to find out, uh-uh, maybe that didn't go the way we thought. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program in 60 seconds. We're going to talk about why it isn't going to be very uncomfortable for a lot of these people who think it's going to be an easy walk. First, I want to talk about Eden Pure. Absolutely amazing. Put it in my home. I've got three of them in my home. I've got three of them in my new studio. They're incredible. They destroy odors. They fight them fast. If you're looking for something that is small, the compact, you could put it inside of your house, destroy the odors, and not mask them. It's the OxyLeaf 2 Thunderstorm from Eden Pure. And you can get them right now. You're going to save $200 off that they do not mask odors they destroy odors they're incredible they're compact they're quiet and the other beauty is never have to buy a filter again absolutely fantastic you will love these save two hundred dollars now go to edenpuredeals.com that's edenpuredeals.com you're going to save two hundred dollars and you're going to get free shipping on the best air purifier around edenpuredeals.com edenpuredeals.com so what i was talking about was recession Inflation. That's still going to play a massive role in what is going to happen this year. And so many people out there think, well, you know, the MAGA people are going to be easy to defeat. First of all, they're not. They're not. Secondly, you're still tied down on the left to a floundering administration who was more worried about pronouns and green energy while the rising cost of energy took off, who, who, who's more worried about all the things that most of us aren't worried about, who doesn't pay attention to the border, who has seen inflation run rampant, who is trying to redefine the word recession, And you're going to get hit from an angle that's different now. You are. Now, you can bring up election denying all you want. And, and, and if I'm you, that's where I attack. But to watch the way that the Democrats even now are trying to distance themselves from this administration is tremendous. They won't even say if he's going to run again. And don't think that Trump. And don't think that Biden aren't on the ticket, even though it's a midterm and they're not on the ticket. Of course they're on the ticket. The party in power, the leader's always on the ticket. And Biden is going to be dead weight, especially if we're in a recession and inflation is still high. Now, gas prices are coming down phenomenal. What happens in, say, four or five weeks as we head into Labor Day and things pick up? And then, of course, we're going to have that summer blend. So we're going to we're going to chop it down. It starts to get cold more. If it picks up again. 
Then what? Oh. What happens if it stays steady at 4 to $5 right now and inflation stays steady at 6 8 10 12% depending on where you live? Again, these are things that you're going to have to answer that you're not answering in the primaries. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text to program. A lot of stuff still to get to. We're going to do a little woke. Uh, one of the greats passed away, Vin Scully, arguably the greatest sports announcer of all time. A lot of stuff to talk about with him as well. Check out all of our social media. It's the Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. What a marvelous moment for the country and the world. A black man is getting a standing ovation in the Deep South for breaking a record of an all-time baseball idol. And it is a great moment for all of us, and particularly for Henry Aaron. Ah, Vince Scully passed away yesterday. I've been playing some of the great calls. Uh, Henry Aaron, right, the, the home run king. Uh, pre-steroids, beating Babe Ruth at a time when still racial tensions were high, getting death threats, and to to listen to Vin there talk about a black man in the South, right, an Atlanta Brave in the South, getting a standing ovation as he breaks Babe Ruth's record, and the things that Vin Scully saw throughout his uh, his lifetime, and what a charmed life it was. The greatest, the great. There's no doubt. When, when you talk about Mount Rushmore, and I was talking to Jack last night because uh, the Dodgers were in San Francisco, right? So they're in San Francisco. The rivalry between the Dodgers and the Giants is epic. It's the, there is the Red Sox and the Yankees and the Dodgers and Giants. Those are the two biggest rivalries in baseball, period. And those, that, that's it. Last night, you know, uh, the word had gotten around that Vin had passed away in the middle of the game. And at the end of the game, the... San Francisco Giants class act playing uh, some Vin Scully calls and putting up, you know, like a memorial thing on the thing and watching the Giants fans, you know, many of them taking their hats off, some of them bowing as if, you know, my goodness, it just shows you how just respected he was and how just different was. And Jack was like, I I I didn't understand. Well, you're 12. You wouldn't understand. But just say that there will never be another one of those guys. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. You know, uh, yesterday I was saying, uh, she today, dislike her all you want, and you have every right to in many different ways. Uh, the reality is uh, Pelosi, right? You, you, you did it. You went to Taiwan and you left and they didn't shoot you down. They weren't going to, you know, we kept asking questions. Yeah, you're really not going to shoot her down. And no, they didn't. And, and I love the fact that you went there. Now, I don't have to like your politics, why you went there now. We can, we can sit here and debate that all the time. But here's the fact. Good for you. I do think that um, the, uh, it's really important uh, for the message to be clear that in the Congress, House and Senate, Democrats and Republicans, are committed to the security of Taiwan in order to have Taiwan be able to most effectively defend themselves. I like that. Again, I 
don't have to like Pelosi. And this is kind of, you know, I heard somebody say the other, it's a bookend of her career. Yeah. 91, she goes to Tiananmen Square. And then this is kind of putting it, you know, a book into it because she's not going to be Speaker of the House. I think we all realize that. And she's probably going to retire. Uh, so going there, you know, this is more of a, maybe a vanity trip. It was planned much earlier and then COVID and things got sidelined. And But good for her to go. Good for her. Absolutely, 100% good for her to go and, you know, say, no, we're not going to listen to to this. We're not going to listen to you say we're, we're, we're going to throw, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to lob bombs at your airplane and you can't go here or else. Bunch of crap. That is. And of course, the Chinese didn't throw a fit. Nah, we're top tech. Nah, we're gonna we're gonna have four days of war games, and we're gonna fly and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, do whatever it is that you need to do. But then she comes out. She has to be Pelosi at some point. I think that that um, they made a big fuss because I'm speaker. I guess I don't know if that was a reason or an excuse because they didn't say anything when the men came. Uh, well, you know, it's been a long. First of all, it's it's. It's the rank of which you hold. You're third in line to the White House. It's the highest level person that has been to Taiwan. Uh, and and the fact that they threw a fuss because I think they thought this president would obey Xi and get you not to come. And then they were shocked to find out that you don't listen to anybody but Nancy. Period. That can be a good thing and a bad thing, as we all know, in the political world. But uh, she went. So good for her. And, you know, throw your fit. Bitch, whine, and moan all you want. She went, and you guys couldn't stop her. And you were never shooting her airplane down. Because to do so would be an act of war, of which you don't really, for all the bluster and all the talk, I always laugh about this. People say, oh, man, they're so close. They're better than us. I said, no, they're not. They're a false water cobra. If you don't know what a false water cobra is, a false water cobra is a snake that you can go out and purchase in many states. They're, They're legal. They look like a cobra. They act like a cobra. They even have a mild little venom. You know what they're not? They're not a cobra. <laughs> they're not. So they can flare up and have almost a hood-like thing, which scares predators away. But at the end of the day, you're not a cobra. We still are. 323-538-2423. At Chad Menson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. A little Woke Wednesday coming up. Uh, some more Vin Scully stuff as well. Again, uh, just so it goes in threes, right? You know, it goes uh, you know, one, two, three. And we've had three now that have passed away uh, that were major figures in 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 america you know obviously bill russell uh you know and vin scully so we, we've had our three go through get pat carroll if you want to throw that in there would be four she was the voice of ursula and stuff but they go in threes threes man threes oh man threes three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show twitter it's the chad benson show the chad benson show
Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What a night. If you are Trump, you got a smile on your face today. Uh, You won handsomely in several states. Again, the biggest of all the, the, to me, the surprises of surprises, Red State, Kansas. Red State, Kansas overwhelmingly said, yeah, choice. We're going to leave choice alone, right? We're, we're, we're going to do that. Uh, so, and, and what they did is they, they rejected a constitutional amendment that would have opened the door for the state lawmakers to come in and further restrict or ban abortions across the board. So they, and it was overwhelming in that. Overwhelmingly a victory, right? If, you, if you're about choice, Last night. Uh, that being said, it doesn't mean uh, that, uh, you know, that, that all. Uh, yeah, you can go do whatever you want in Kansas. But but it, it was a, a first shot across the bow, I think, for people out there. Uh, did it energize them? Is it going to be enough? Right. Is it going to be enough? This wasn't whether or not it should be legal in the state of Kansas. This was about a constitutional amendment. But it was definitely if you are a, a person that is pro-choice looking at a state like Kansas that is truly dead red, you've got to say to yourself, well, that that is a shocker. A major victory for abortion rights advocates here in Kansas. It was the first time that voters were weighing in on the issue of abortion since Roe versus Wade was being overturned and on the ballot whether or not this state should amend its constitution to remove protections for abortion rights. Yeah. And uh, it was definitely, again, to me, that was the biggest of the uh, the shockers, if there was any last night. Because Trump won big in, in Arizona. Now, that's not done, and we've been talking about it all day. Obviously, I live here in Arizona. This was the biggest test. I mean, it was the lead story for the last several days. You have Kerry Lake, who's a uh, Trump, Trump acolyte. And, the, and again, an odd situation of a person who is a news anchor for many years, well-known, who was pretty left and then over the last 18 to 24 months took a hard right turn. And then you had Karen Taylor Robeson, who was a dyed-in-the-wool conservative. No, I mean, that, that's what she is. She's a, she's a Reagan conservative, very successful. Her and her husband, uh, in their own rights, uh, uh, without each other, uber successful. Together, very successful. In fact, one of my favorite golfing places right near my house is Robeson Ranch. That's her. She started at zero, and she spent a ton of her own money and got to a point where it became a dead heat. But that's not what people are talking about. People are talking about today is the nightmare in the county of which I live, Pinal County. I call it the Valley of the Dirt People for a reason. We screwed up the mail-out ballots. So you you, you request your, your ballot, you know, to have it mailed. And six weeks ago, a month ago, they sent out ballots that were, well, they weren't finished. There, were, there weren't names on it. There were missing races. And they said, oh, we'll fix it. But don't wait for us. Send your ballot in. We're like, well, it's not the full ballot. Then yesterday, it was a disaster. It was worse than that. They ran out in 20 of the 90 precincts. They ran, so, so a quarter of the precincts, they ran out of ballots in some places as early as noon for the Republicans. That was flabbergasting. Absolutely. And this is a woman, Carrie Lake, who's been screaming already that she has found 
already cheating. And that was like several days ago. She was talking about the cheating that was going on already. And, and you, I'm sorry for, I call crazy, crazy when I see it. And, and you, you have zero proof of any of that. But then to have this happen, you have every right to ask serious questions about what the hell happened. Because Pinal County is not only dead red, it's MAGA red. And I think that's how you need to describe it now. You have light blue for, 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 for the Democrats, right? Then you have dark blue for the progressives. You have regular red for conservatives and then MAGA red for the Trump populace is kind of the best way to describe it. It was a joke. It was an absolute joke yesterday. It was. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Hope all is well with you on this most exciting uh, Wednesday. It's Wednesday? Oh, yeah. That means we have to get woke. It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. It's all right. I feel that way, too. It's all right. Let it out. Like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? How dare you? White women raise the white boys who grow up to be little, misogynistic, patriarchal tyrants. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I'm a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. It's time for Woke Wednesday. Yeah, a little Woke Wednesday. Where do we start today in the in the world of chaos and craziness? Uh, I, there's so much, and we get so much of this during the week that that people send us, and we feel free to send you know to shoot us uh, direct messages and everything on the Twitter and the and the Instagram and everything like that. Uh, where, where should we start? Let's start with the mom. Who's talking to her four-year-old kid? And again, this is the craziness of exploring. I have a four-year-old. Well, she'll be four later on this month. And uh, trust me, she tells me all the time her birthday's coming up. She's got a lot of stuff. She's very busy. Very busy, 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 busy little girl. She tells me all the time, too. Uh, there is no exploration in gender. She embraces all thing that is girl. This mom... My four-year-old had been having some gender exploration happening, which is perfectly fine, and some gender exploration, which is, you know, we encourage that. If, if you don't feel like you are in the body you're supposed to be in. So, Mars had been questioning and exploring, um, and originally had said, you know, I'm a girl. Fine. You know, we went out and we bought dresses and jelly sandals and all the things that he likes um, or that he associated with being a girl. This is insane. That to me is abuse. I'm sorry. That's abuse. That's insanity. What 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 if your four year old said today, "Hey, I associate somebody who's a race car driver, and I want you to get me a race car and allow me to drive on the streets." Well, Chad, there's laws against that. That's just ridiculous. Uh, uh, what if they said today, "I associate uh, myself as a uh, person who's tatted up." Like when Jack was little, he was fascinated by my tattoos. If I took him to get a tattoo now, he's twelve. I'd be in trouble. Anyways, we bought these things. Mars has worn them. And the most recent event in Mars's gender exploration is that Mars has decided that they are actually a boy. Most days. Um, some days, they're a girl. Um, and then other days, they just want to be a boy who likes girl things like dresses and jelly sandals. And I think that's really beautiful. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I love it. You don't think that that mom's pushing 
in some way, shape, or form ideology onto to, to a young child. You let kids be kids. At the end of the day, if you put 100 kids, boys and girls, 50-50, into a room, they're eventually, uh, 99.9% of them are going to head over to the things that interest them, trucks and stuff like that, uh, and, and the girls are going to head over to to whatever dolls or castles. Or, that That's what happens. That's it. And And yes, if your child is... At four, felt that way, and then you really don't say anything about it, and it gets to the point where they're 10, 11, 12, 14, 15, and they're still continuing to wear dresses. Okay, well, then there's a situation where you're going, okay, this is different. But I feel like you're pushing is what I'm trying to say. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to continue to fill it out. Um, we're going to continue to fill it out and see what happens. And I think it's just really interesting to, to watch this little person grow and learn and you know, be their own person. Good. Let them be their own person. That'd be great. I feel like you're more or less pushing it a little bit towards that. Am I wrong? Maybe. Maybe. I could absolutely be wrong. Uh, Do I think I'm wrong in this sense? No. I I, I think a lot of people would sit back and go, now you're probably more right than you are wrong. I'm just saying. Throwing it out there. Throwing it out there, kids. Hey, who's anti-white? All of us, right? No purpose flour, expired cheese, chalk chihuahua. Christopher Columbus, ranch pudding, unscented candle. Those are uh, creative TikTokers encouraging anti-white racism. So somebody, Christopher Columbus, that's supposed to be a burn? Unscented cheese or candles? Expired cheese? I like that one, right? Yeast monster? That was interesting as well. That was... uh, uh, oh, God. Oh, kids, you guys feel woke? Fantastic. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. You got woke. Oh, my Lord. We talk about, uh, speaking of woke, Batgirl, go woke, go broke. They're shelving it. And Vin Scully, the great, we've been playing throughout the day, some of the great calls. Uh, the goat of broadcasting passed away yesterday, 94 years old, 67 years as the Dodger announcer, there is nobody who ever did it like Vin, period, case closed. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. You go to Rough Greens today, and you go there, and you're going to get a free bag. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. It is simple and easy. Nothing else for you to do. Nothing. Not a thing. What are you going to get with it? We're going to get a two-week jump start from Dr. Dennis Black, naturopathic doctor, of the greatest thing that my dog has experienced, which is... This amazing supplement that goes on top of his food. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. We sprinkle it on top of his food, and his food has come alive, if you will. And man, has it made a difference in his life. His body doesn't hurt. Aches and pains, no digestive problems. That can be your dog. Try it for free today. It's not going to cost you anything except shipping. That's it. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Go there now. Try it. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Try it now you will not be disappointed. Free bag of Rough Greens for you. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. 
where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. Batgirl, what's going to be the latest entry in the Batman DC superhero universe, with Leslie Grace, one of the breakout stars of In the Heights, taking on the title role. It also starred Michael Keaton returning as Batman and Brendan Fraser as the villain Firefly. Word is that the movie is 80-90% to finished, but it won't see the light of day. Warner Brothers making this surprise announcement Tuesday that Batgirl and an upcoming Scooby-Doo movie are being shelved. They were meant to debut on HBO Max, Warner Brothers saying theaters and not streaming are now the priority. Batgirl reportedly cost around $90 million, many saying, why not just put it on hbo max uh because it's awful is what i'm hearing because it is so bad that people are saying uh and i quote it's irredeemable there is nothing about it that is good now i don't know about the scooby-doo movie but remember when you try to go woke you can go broke it's one thing to be inclusive Right. We talk about all days. Woke Wednesday. We get woke here. We talk about stuff. We laugh about it. But it's another thing. And this is what I think so many (laughs) industries don't understand. Do you know who your audience is? Do you understand who your audience is? I'm just I'm curious, because what I see more and more in today's world is the want by people to be woke, the want by people to 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 be seen as some sort of champion of something. Ends up. Costing. Millions of dollars and blowing up franchises or businesses uh, rather than just saying, look, I want to make something entertaining. That's it. You know, I want to make something entertaining. There's a need to be a message all the time. And DC Comics, uh, you know, so many of these 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 places now have decided, and we touched earlier on, on you know, what was going on with Eric July and, and his comic. Uh, and by the way, Eric July, if you guys remember right, he's got a comic out. We touched on it earlier. The reality is... We put him on when he originally kind of debuted, got six, seven years ago with something he had that went viral. And I said, hey, we should get that guy on. We had him on. That guy has taken something and his comic isn't about being woke. It's a comic. That's it. And, you know, uh, the Daily Caller, you know, uh, Ben Shapiro and and his group over there, they're making movies. What are the movies about? Are they about uber conservatism? No, it's about just, is it entertaining? And I think too often in the world that we live in today, everybody is so hyper-focused on, do I look like I'm doing something? And many people, who, especially a younger generation, who are taking over franchises to helmet, uh, and by helmet, I don't mean helmet, but to helm it, as in being at the helm of it, don't understand the responsibility, but also the audience. If you don't understand your customer base, it ain't going to work, kids. It ain't going to work. That's all I'm saying. It ain't going to work. 323-538-2423. Just uh, understand your audience. That's the best way to put it. If you don't get it and you're not about entertainment, then what are you doing? Yesterday, you know, during all the chaos and the craziness of what took place, you know, the elections, we've been talking about it all day and the surprises, the not surprises, the battles that are going to continue to go on, the court cases, etc., etc. 
Uh, during the middle of the game, we've been playing throughout the day bits and pieces of, of great calls. Uh, the greatest, the GOAT, passed away. Vin Scully. And, uh, you know, as we get ready to, to head off into the sunset on this beautiful hump day, woke Wednesday, I don't think there's anybody who could say it better than this man and his final goodbye. Final goodbye. It was at San Francisco's, uh, I think it's, I don't even know what it's called this time. You know, I was watching it last night. It's like, it's an Oracle Park, whatever the hell it is. But uh, he said goodbye. He signed off. And Vin Scully, the way he did it was so elegant. It was so just everything was class to the T. A minute of poetry and beauty. And his final goodbye to Dodger fans. A few years ago. You know, friends, so many people have wished me congratulations on a 67-year career in baseball, and they've wished me a wonderful retirement with my family. And now, all I can do is tell you what I wish for you. May God give you for every storm a rainbow, for every tear a smile, for every care a promise, and a blessing in each trial. For every problem life seems a faithful friend to share, for every sigh a sweet song and an answer for each prayer. You and I have been friends for a long time, but I know in my heart that I've always needed you more than you've ever needed me, and I'll miss our time together more than I can say. But you know what? There will be a new day and eventually a new year, and when the upcoming winter gives way to spring, oh, rest assured, once again, it will be time for Dodger baseball. So this is Vin Scully wishing you a very very pleasant good afternoon, wherever you may be. Ah, God bless you, Vin. R.I.P. Truly the goats of goats, not just when it comes to baseball, when it comes to all things sports broadcasting and maybe rarefied air broadcasting in general. You guys have a great rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow. We got you over the hump. Stay woke. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.